You are listening to Bloomberg Business Week. So among our most read stories on the Bloomberg today, an opinion column written by the founder of Bloomberg LP and Bloomberg Philanthropies. We're talking about Michael R. Bloomberg. And it's about how the pandemic has done harm to students and how opening schools should be priority number one. Now, many others have also written and reported on the impact that the pandemic has had on students of all ages, and in particular, uh, younger students. So here are some thoughts on that, especially as we gear up for the school season. Actually, some kids already back to school, depending on where they are uh, in the world and certainly around the United States is Dr. Liz Brooks. She is Chief Learning Officer at Lexia Learning. She joins us on the phone from Boston. Liz, nice to have you here. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Carol. Well, it's great to have you here. And I think, you know, we are all thinking a lot about kids going back to school. Some are already there. Uh, and especially after the year that we've had, the last year and a half or so, where it's hard not to think that kids have fallen behind in some regards. It's not all equal, as we know. But uh, you are looking at that and thinking about literacy in particular. Um, tell us a little bit about your organization. You guys have been around for some 35 years. First of all, when it comes to literacy, has it gotten better or worse in this country? Uh, well, it's, it's a great question, Carol. So first, I'll tell you about Lexia Learning. So we are a structured literacy expert that has been around um, for over 35 years. Since 1984, we've been using technology to empower educators uh, we were founded on a grant from NICHD, so we understand that rigor of, of true research and the importance of effective outcomes for students. So your question around has literacy gotten better or worse, I think there's been a shift, especially in the last few years, um, focusing on the science of reading. That's, that's the great part is we know from decades of research um, how to best teach reading and more and more states are starting to embrace making sure that their teachers understand the science of reading and the application of that, which is structured literacy. Okay, science of reading. Tell me what that means, because I think I'm someone who grew up just loving to read, and I was lucky enough to have a daughter who loved to read, and we, could, we just spent endless amounts of time at bookstores. What's the science of reading? Sure. So the science of reading is essentially the accumulated evidence from what we call gold standard research. So really strong research studies on how reading acquisition occurs and how the instruction should be provided. And so when you hear the term science of reading, that is essentially that accumulated evidence of research. And then you may also hear the term structured literacy, mm -hmm. which is essentially how do you apply that research to the practical world of the classroom, which is where Alexia comes in. That's one of the things we strive to do is translating research into practice, and especially this last year and a half um, and moving forward, it's critical that students and educators have tools that have the research to prove that they work. And right? We don't have any more time to waste for these students. No, exactly. D tell me about the complementary, I'm assuming you're going to say complementary relationship between technology and literacy. Absolutely. I think technology, you know, gets a bad rap and it's, 
it's never designed to replace a teacher. That's the first thing, right? It's designed to empower a teacher. But when you're thinking about technology, you want to think about what are your goals? And, and you're not thinking about technology first. You're thinking about what are our literacy goals? And then how can we use technology as a tool to help us achieve those goals? And again, when you use it to empower educators with real-time data or personalized learning paths for students, mm -hmm. it can be a really powerful um, tool for students and educators, especially in this time when a lot of schools were thinking they were going back to 100% in person. And now with the Delta variant, we have to make sure we can leverage technology to have that flexible implementation model in case we have to have that hybrid approach again. All right. So my radar has gone on or up or whatever you want to say, because when you say the use of technology, there are schools struggling just to have textbooks <laughs> and basic supplies for their kids. So it makes me a little nervous when you're talking about the use of technology to, to achieve those literacy goals. And I do wonder if once again, we're going to widen the gap because there are those kids who maybe really dearly need it, the technology and access to it to help them achieve their literacy goals and they're not going to have it. Absolutely. So it really does, you know, the thing, it takes a village when you think about the digital divide and equity, instructional um, equity, you have to think about two components, right? So one element is making sure that schools have connectivity, um, students have devices, whether it's in school or at home. So we've seen some great partnerships in the communities with the local businesses, you know, driving buses into um, neighborhoods with hotspots on them. Mm. So that is a whole um, piece of this as well as to continue the work to close that digital divide. We're working with the community, working with businesses. And then the instructional programs that use technology, the ideal, and this is what is true with Lexia, is blending um, what we refer to as the HI, the human intelligence, with the AI of technology, right? So you want to mm -hmm. make sure that you always have that human element, even if it has to be virtual, that has paper-based components, that has non-technology components, but it's still personalized, right? Because we right. want those students, even though they may not have access to technology, they should still have access to that personalized, effective instruction. Right, right. It's not one size fits all, certainly when it comes to something like this. Um, I hope we can continue this conversation uh, in the future because it's obviously a vital one uh, to our kids out there. Dr. Liz Brooks, she's Chief Learning Officer of Alexia Learning on the phone in Boston.